On this episode of Rogue Creators, we are recording our 100th episode, Lauren. We made it. It's we incredible. We made it. This is great. I'm so glad you're here. We're going to jump into it right now. Let's go. Yeah. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome back to Rogue Creators, presented by Go Rogex. My name is Brian Fitton. And I'm Lauren Lewis. And this is the podcast dedicated to marketers and creators who are wanting to serve first and stand out from the crowd. Make sure that you subscribe every single week, YouTube, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, to get all of the tools and resources you need to be the go-to name in your industry. Let's go. everyone welcome back to rogue creators and this is this is awesome this is a special episode lauren it is huge it's huge it's so good why it's our 100th episode isn't that crazy uh, we're gonna add like pew, 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 or maybe we're not i don't know what was that supposed to be that was supposed to be like confetti and fireworks <laughs> and i'm just gonna leave that up to abigail who's editing this video <laughs> of whether or not she adds that if she doesn't it's gonna That's be super awesome. awkward and yeah. fun so but hey thank you so much for being a part of our community if if you've listened from the very beginning, well, we were Go Rogue, and then we transferred into <laughs> Do Marketing Differently, and then we transferred into the best name, which was come up by our team and Ava Ellis, who's over here, uh, Rogue Creators, because it actually identifies with our audience, yeah. right? Um, but if you've been with us from the beginning, uh, subscribed, or just this is your first episode, thank you so much for being a part of what we're doing. And uh, yeah, thanks for the support. Yeah, we really appreciate that you're here. We are really excited. We have lined up a really special episode we for have, you, yeah. um, featuring um, some incredible guests that we have really loved on our show that have become friends of the podcast, as well as just friends of ours. Um, and they're going to be, we're going to play some clips from we their are. episodes yes. um, that highlight a lot of what we focus on on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And when we were doing our pre-production meeting, we were talking about, it was like, we always hate like TV shows that do flashbacks. Yes. So we really tried, like, we do not want to do that. We really wanted to bring you guys some value out of these episodes. Mm -hmm. And then also uh, you will be able to go back and listen to the entire one. We'll put the actual, uh, Ava designed our slides. And so she put the number of the episode up in the corner that you'll see on the screen. And so that way you can make sure to go back and listen to that entire episode. We'll also have it on the blog, Yes. all the show notes, all the links, everything that you need will be right there. So, um, yes, everything you'd ever everything need, you could ever want ever. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let's just jump into this first clip with CR Braniff. Uh, CR has become a good friend of mine. We actually connected our, actually my wife interviewed his wife on her podcast on the adoptive mom podcast. They have a YouTube channel called the Gath this gathered nest, mm -hmm. um, which has been, uh, is blown up. Oh, like, yeah. It's crazy about their adoption story and stuff, but CR has actually been in the marketing world and about creating content and stuff like that. And we've mm -hmm. talked to him uh, a few times mm -hmm. and it's actually one of the most down loaded episodes that we have, especially storytelling through video. And so we pulled a clip uh, from his episode about really niching down and being able to, to give value to your audience. And so let's jump into that clip right now. All right. So, I mean, one of the questions that we get a lot from people who are starting their YouTube channel is how do I grow my audience? And you cannot just throw videos at the wind and expect that they're just going to grow without any strategic thought process, unless you just randomly mm -hmm. get lucky. Mm -hmm. um, so what advice would you give to people who are wanting to grow their YouTube? Yeah. So I guess I'm, I would approach this from, from the standpoint of, I, I would assume 
as a business owner, you probably know who your audience is, right? You know who you're talking to, you know who you want to bring through the doors or, or who you want to visit your website. You've got that image in your head. Um, at this point, you're going to be using video content to try and, and reach them, find them and engage with them. And that's exactly what YouTube is for. Um, obviously, it's a social platform. So because the word social is in there, the intent of the platform is to get people to engage with you as the creator and for you to engage with them. Awesome. Yeah. CR is obviously that whole episode was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously knowing your audience, bringing them value. CR has done that. I mean, they've done a great job of that on their podcast. And so we've we've gone into that several times on other episodes mm-hmm. about making sure that you know your audience. And we, you know, are a little vulnerable. Like we share like why we've changed the name of our podcast yeah. and we've changed up how we do things. And um, we specifically do, which we did in this episode, uh, <laughs> um, the uh, the obsession, right? What are right. we obsessed with? Because we wanted you guys to get to know us in in the actual recording itself. And so there's fun things that you learn, um, but we've, we've kind of navigated those waters. And that's mm-hmm. part of having a podcast. Part of, you know, getting to know your audience is changing things up and making sure you're bringing that value. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love that CR highlights of keeping it real. And I think this has become such a, a buzz word of like, you have to be authentic on social media, but people who are actually doing that are really rare. Yeah, And yeah. so it's, it's being yourself and being willing to be a little bit vulnerable on the things that you don't know, but also being real about the things that you do. You don't need to hide that. And, um, I think this has just been a great episode to kind of highlight on how strategies that you can do, use to be able to do this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of keeping it real, yeah, one of my friends I have met in real life. Yes, you have. We have it a was, picture. We do, we do have a picture. AJ Wilcox, Woo! he's from Utah. Uh, he is a LinkedIn guru and a phenomenal guy, but he's talked about being very real on LinkedIn specifically, yeah. which is where people usually are not real right? Uh, is because they feel like they have to be buttoned up and have to be, you know, some type of like business person on there. Like I don't exist outside of being as just a business person, but he is really kind of breaking broken that uh, wall, that barrier about being just authentic on mm-hmm. LinkedIn. Um, and so, yeah, AJ was on one of our episodes and he just brought a ton of value when it comes to that. And it's good grief. We keep talking about having him back on. We need, we to. need to seriously. Uh, but I got to meet AJ in San Diego and it was such a cool experience. He's such a great guy. Um, and so, uh, yeah, let's let's actually let's go to that clip real quick. What are some kind of misconceptions that you see uh, people uh, really have about LinkedIn or about even even paid traffic on LinkedIn? Well, the coolest thing about LinkedIn right now, organically, is it's the easiest place in the world to go viral. It's really, really common for people to go viral and they might not even know that it's happening. They just know that when they post, they're seeing more views than on that post than they have followers. And that's mm. really cool. I think the biggest misconception is that LinkedIn has to be a, a place where you're buttoned up wearing your tie. When the yeah. stuff that really goes viral, the stuff that, that uh, is really getting appreciated right now is people being vulnerable, sharing things that they've learned. Um, very much the same thing that you would probably already be sharing on Facebook, but just find some way to tie it into who you are as a professional. And Hmm. it does really well. It doesn't have to be like, you know, hoity-toity, this is me as a super dry, you know, business person. Dude, 
I'm sorry. It's hard to like go back and watch clips of ourselves. <laughs> it is really hard, <laughs> especially in the uh, in the old studio space. So I was really proud of that setup, and yeah. I think we had a great we had a great vibe going on. But anyway, uh, hey, AJ. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this was episode 36. So this was quite a while back. Yeah. And my views on LinkedIn have completely changed just because of having people like AJ on mm-hmm. our podcast. I'm way more active now on LinkedIn than I've right. ever been. And uh, he's right. I mean, he talks about things going viral, it's really the stuff that is, this is still true today. It's the stuff that is not just so businessy mm-hmm. that's on there. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that, I mean, we, we just talked about like keeping it real, but anything, but, um, I think traditionally people thought that LinkedIn was only for when you're searching for a job and it has just changed so much that it's so much more about networking and making connections and really, um, building yourself up of a community of people mm-hmm. that will help you in your profession. And you can do that through video. And AJ demonstrates that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's even, even more active now too, with doing great webinars. And he's, if you, I, I highly recommend you go follow him or mm-hmm. friend him on, on LinkedIn and you'll just see some of the cool stuff that he's doing. And so, um, but he also talked about that passion, yeah. right. And making sure that that passion comes across in what you're doing specifically on LinkedIn, because that is what's going to get you out front and really, any of your content, we talked about it in that episode, but it's like Facebook Facebook in 2011 where it's just super organic. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So our next clip is you talk about a passionate person. Yes. Nicole Hamilton uh, of Light and Shadow. She is a, a podcast host, but also a graphic designer. She mm. actually does a lot of work with us. And um, yeah, she does some solo shows as a podcast. So if you're a podcaster, she is one to follow because a solo show is really difficult to do. Yes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know where I'd be without you, Lauren. Seriously. (laughs) Or Ava. Or Or any other team. Let's just, let's just open that up. But uh, yeah, creating a solo show is not just about amazing prep, but I mean, it's really preparing that energy that you have to, because you don't have a co-host to bounce back and forth. Or to keep you in check. (laughs) That too. Um, Nicole does an amazing horror podcast and it's very niche. It's very cool. Um, She is one to follow also on Instagram because she really illustrates her graphic design talent um, on her feed. It's amazing. And so we got this chance to talk to her about what does it take to be a solo podcaster? Because we run into so many people. They're like, oh, I have this great idea. I'm going to do a podcast. And we're like, yes, that's awesome. We're so excited for you. But being a solo podcaster, it's, it's, it's hard. It's very difficult. Yeah. Especially all the preparation that goes into it. And again, you have to have that passion that drives mm-hmm. you and that discipline too, yeah. because if you don't, you'll, you'll go through pod fade. It was fade out. So yes, but let's listen to this clip real quick from Nicole. So Nicole, from your experience, what pointers could you give to someone running their first solo show? I mean, we deal with people who either this is the break from their normal how interview style, or this is what they're trying to accomplish is to start their own solo show. So what pointers could you give or what mistakes should you avoid? So I would again say pick something that you're passionate about and that you're knowledgeable about. And hopefully that like you have a little bit of a niche that other people don't quite have. Um, because that'll give you an edge and you'll have things to say that aren't just out there a million times. Sure. Um, and I would also suggest, and this is something I did not do, um, plan things out and maybe record three, four, five, six episodes and just have them ready so that you're not scrambling and you're like, oh my gosh, the new episode comes on in two weeks. What am I going to do? 
Awesome. 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 Uh, yeah. So that was great feedback, especially the batch recording. Oh, yeah. When she talks about that. We talk about that with our clients all the time. Even if you're doing interviews, like put four episodes on one day. It's a lot. We try to batch record. Yes. And it, is, it is difficult. I can't even imagine as a solo podcaster. I think also with batching, it provides intention. And I think it's so easy to get into the place where you're like, I just need another episode. I need another episode. And so you start recording episodes that don't really bring a lot of value to your audience um, because you're in this panic mode. And so when you batch, you can be really intentional about this is what I'm doing. Here's the strategy. These are the places that are going to hit like what we call our four pillars, which Mm -hmm. is your areas of focus that your podcast is really speaking to. And so that's one of the reasons that you know, besides having episodes in the bank, that's another reason why we say you should totally batch your episodes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, uh, even looking back then mm-hmm. you can do it on your own. Like we've got yeah. Jacob who's running our show right now. Yeah. Uh, but I was, we were managing the board and stuff back yeah. then too. And it was, it was good. But so as a solo artist, you don't, or solo podcaster, you don't always have to have a full production team. You can do that yourself. Um, and, uh, kudos to her. Make sure you guys go check out Nicole Hamilton, uh, specifically light and shadow yeah. over on Instagram, phenomenal designs and a phenomenal podcast as well. So, um, on to our last and final clip, and I've talked about an amazing podcaster. Yes. Uh, Randy Wilburn of I Am Northwest Arkansas. He started this podcast, and he's been featured in several publications, um, as well as getting to meet kind of, you know, podcasters, celebrities in the space. Yeah. Like, he's being recognized for what he's doing here locally. Um, and that guy, I'm going to tell you something. When we reached out about potentially recording together, it was one of those things we did a collaboration. So he was on our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were on his as well. And it's just kind of created this friendship as well as like, he's just, he's just an uh, amazing guy um, as well as, um, you know, podcast host. He's had some awesome, awesome people on his show. And so um, we were honored to have him on. Um, but yeah, yeah. Talk, talk us through a little bit of that, <laughs> Lauren, of that episode. Yeah. We loved having, we love having fellow podcasters on our show because it's amazing just that someone understands what it takes to produce a podcast. But Randy brought a lot of wisdom because he's been podcasting for a long time. And so really um, talking about some of the trends that we're seeing in podcasting and the growth that we're going to see. And so if you're interested in podcasting or starting your own podcast, this is a great episode because he brings a lot of wisdom of what it takes, um, as well as how important podcasting is going to be in the next couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to that clip real quick. Yeah. This actually segues really well into what do you think, like, how do you think podcast is changing and evolving? What's it going to be in the next couple of years? I definitely think it's growing. (laughs) Well, obviously it's growing for sure. I think it's just kind of figuring out how do podcasts play into the whole smart speaker market. I I just think that that's going to be a huge thing. I mean, the amount of money that Amazon is, is putting into this is huge. Um, the, just the fact that you're going to be able to search everything. I mean, Google indexes uh, all transcripts yeah, now. Yeah. And and with Google Podcasts, I mean, there's just a lot of little things that are happening. I just think it's going to get bigger. You know, we'll probably be at 3 million podcasts, you know, in short order. Whereas it took 15 years to get to a million yeah. from the time that Adam Curry founded or created this whole uh, concept Goodness, of podcasting, yeah, yeah. hearing RSS feeds Here. with this internet I mean, radio show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I don't think it'll take that long to get to, to, to a faster mark. And so I just think there'll be opportunities for people to put their information out there and share it with the world and um, people will consume it however they want to consume it. Yeah. Okay. First off, Randy has like the voice 
of just a radio, just mm-hmm. a TV host. I, it's very I want, soothing. It's very soothing. I'm listening to him talking like, I can just listen to Randy all day. And I have several times. Like, he's, <laughs> he's got a great podcast. And so, um, yeah, so I, he talks about that. I mean, people think that the podcasting world is kind of saturated. Like, oh, everybody's got a podcast, right? But it's not true. I mean, no. we are just kind of hitting that point where it is kind of mainstream now and people are, are you know, getting on Anchor, starting their own podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a great place to start and try to even create a community. And um, Randy's done a, a phenomenal job of that. Yeah, and we talk a lot around here about it's, it's not what you do, it's the way that you do it is what's going to distinguish you. And so finding your audience and really giving them the value that they need. That's what's going to distinguish your podcast. And um, we are in a very, honestly, our saturated space when we're mm-hmm. talking about marketing. Oh, yeah. You can find a billion marketing podcasts, but a lot of them, they fade out and they're not very unique and everything. And so we try to be very um, particular. We are here to serve like video and podcasting. And we're here to of rogue creators of people who are doing things very differently. Um, not necessarily talking about paid traffic every episode. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's just it is being able to talk jumping back into one of our previous clips of niching down, Mm -hmm. like the more you niche down into a specific area, the more you're going to be able to connect with that audience. And again, if you're going into podcasting, looking at, well, I'm getting, I'm ready to get a million views, a million downloads. Your, your, your industry may not have a million people in it. So you're definitely not going to hit that. So setting those expectations appropriately, like I'm going to bring the most value I can to my audience. Um, we, that's just something we talk about all the time on this show, Mm -hmm. but it's super important. Yeah. And Randy's episode was really encouraging just talking with him because I mean, he has stayed the course and it's one of the reasons why he's so successful. I think a lot of people think I'll start my podcast and people will find me and I'll have like a thousand downloads per episode in just a short week or two. Um, and that's not true. It's a, it's a long game. And Randy really has shown that, you know, he can be incredibly accessible successful, but it took time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and there are those cases out there where somebody will hit right at the right oh, opportunity yeah, yeah, yeah. or something's happening. I yeah. know, um, we, we, um, are actually produce uh, soapbox, their podcast, social mm-hmm. proof, and they had Enneagram and coffee on there. Yeah. And Sarah Jane talked about that. She was like, it kind of was at the right moment and the right time that I released my podcast. People were getting into the Enneagram mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it just kind of blew up. And so there are those times, but that's, that's not, not usually something you can create. It just kind of happens, but, um, yeah, it could happen to you, but obviously you need to make sure to plan it out. And I think Randy actually just hit his two year mark, but he's got well over a hundred episodes. Yeah, (laughs) Talk about being consistent. He has just done a great job of that. And just even connecting people in the community. You might just have a podcast just to be able to like meet people. Um, that's where the go rogue podcast originally started when, when I did it back in 2015 with Eric Henson, uh, it was just to meet people. Like I just thought people were doing really cool things and then obviously it's morphed into this now. Um, so you never know where it could go. So Brian, so Lauren, <laughs> tell us where are rogue creators going? What are people going to see in the next hundred episodes? You're like flipping the script right now. It's actually on there. But <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, <laughs> but bad. I didn't read that question ahead of time. Um, that was good though because we always ask our guests yes. where they're going. Well, yes, with it. So, so where are we going, Brand? Where are we going? I will say this: uh, what you're going to see in the next 100 episodes are some still amazing guests yeah. uh, that are bringing a ton of value. That's going to be kind of the staple and has been. Um, but on top of that, I think for us, we have really evaluated. We've taken a lot of your feedback, the things that you're interested in. We look at download numbers. We see exactly what people are interested in. So we want 
to target that even more. Yeah. That is something that if if we see a spike in numbers of, hey, people are really interested in video marketing or, hey, people are really interested in specific social media things, mm-hmm. we are going to make sure that we bring you even more of that value and make sure that we're doing our part uh to, to honor your time every time that you show up every single week. And so, um, yeah, I see that going forward. And of course, more camera angles and more fun stuff. Of course. And yeah. I see us bringing, we've been doing a lot of research on guests that we think you guys are really going to love. And so really being intentional about that. Um, and then we've seen a lot of interest in tools and trends. And so I would love to, we're going to kind of start diving, yeah. diving deeper into uh, specific tools that you guys want us to feature. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've kind of started going in that direction, yeah, but, yeah. uh, make sure though, we, we have a Facebook group right mm-hmm. now called Rogue creators, uh, where it's not just about the podcast, but it's about actual people making really cool stuff specifically in the digital space. So make sure you guys join that Facebook group because just like what we do with the episodes, we follow up mm-hmm. with more content, uh, in that Facebook group, we get, we do surveys in there to try to figure out exactly what to, to address, um, on the podcast itself. And so there's just m- multiple ways you can get connected, be a part of our community. Um, and we want to promote you. So even if you're a potential person that would love to be on the show, reach out to us. We might, uh, might feature you, um, as a guest. Yeah, absolutely. So, Hey, 100. We made it. We made it. <laughs> We're all going to go take naps now. Uh, it's no, it's been, it's been so, so good. I can't say thank you enough to all the people who have been involved in this. Jacob and Ava and Abigail, uh, Lane, yeah. uh, it just so many people, um, from the very start of this thing, it has been so, so much fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next 100 Me too. as well. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Until next time. We'll see you then. Thanks. Rapid fire, 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 fire. Our 100th, 100th episode. Here we go, Lauren. Are you ready for rapid fire? Yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) Jacob, are you ready for rapid fire? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm finally excited. (laughs) Finally. Hey, we are all matching today. We are. In our Go Rogue shirts. Thank you, guys. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Jacob, save us, please. Yeah. uh, Question number one. What would your last meal be? For me? Yeah. yeah I'm, it's cliche. I'm like a good steak, you know, mm-hmm. good sirloin. Ooh, maybe a strip, New York strip. I'm not sure. Anyway, yeah. Steak and potatoes. I mean, can't go wrong with that. It's going to be good. All right. Yeah. I'm going to be fried chicken and mashed potatoes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like That's be kernel? like the... No. What? <laughs> 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 what in the world for your last brought, meal? <laughs> I just brought back the uh, Saw Married an Axe Murderer, the, the quote from that movie. We're going to go to it. I gotta put something addictive in the chicken. Oh, I know what you're talking oh, about. So funny. I'm sorry. Oh, my word. No. <laughs> like country skillet. Okay, like actual homemade. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes, I make pretty good at home fried. Like, I believe it. Okay, so. Why don't you bring some up here sometime? I don't know. I don't think awesome. that would travel well. Uh, <laughs> Hey, there was a guy on death row that ordered like all like, it was like fast food. So he got like Taco Bell, and, like McDonald's. And like, he just had like a whole smorgasbord for his last meal. Cause they don't put any lemon on it. So what do you want for your last meal? So there's like, so that I think after that, they started like saying like, you can, it's like a $50 budget buddy or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, that was on a podcast. See podcast, useless information right there. 
All right, right Jacob. <laughs> Question number two. If you could teach any subject, what would it be? did, Lauren. You did teach a subject. We actually had this question before. I'm interested to see if you've changed your answer. <laughs> Probably not. We asked this with Zach Heal. Oh. Yeah. He was actually Zach super excited that we asked this question. Shout out Zach Heal. Yeah. In, uh, yeah. The old studio. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. That was a two-parter. That was so I know. good. Yeah, I know. That was good. All right. What would All you right. teach? Why is it me first? Because I... I'm, Okay, I'll go. Fine. Go, go. So I'm actually formerly licensed high school teacher. Um, so I taught English, speech, and TV broadcasting. I would totally keep up TV broadcasting. I would I actually enjoy teaching speech as well. Yeah. English was hard. I enjoyed it, but it was hard. So. so is this a question like you're already good at something and you have to, like, if I was to walk into a classroom and teach something or is like, I, I mean, would like to You can't good. teach something that you don't understand. <laughs> I love the the sound from from above that comes in. You can't teach something you don't understand. Um, what would you teach? I think I'd say like World War history, like World War Two history. Okay, that's something I'm like I'm interested in. I know a little bit about world history. What did we? T- there was a meme that's like every dude over 35 yes. is either into World War II history or buying a motorcycle or yeah. something like that. It's like very relatable. I'm like, oh yeah, and then World War II history. I could do that. I mean, I don't know a ton about it. I would, I would probably pay to see you teach a high school classroom. Maybe the worst. I do not <laughs> like kids. I like I like the kids that I like, but most children I'm not a fan of. Man, they're punks. Yes. Your husband, I don't know how your husband does it. I could not do his job. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, let us know what you would have for your last meal. Fried chicken from the Colonel. Or, and also, you know, what you would teach. We'd love to uh, jump into our Facebook group and let us know. All right, we're out. Listen, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. <laughs>